0: what's up everybody it is sunday june 9th 2019 welcome to another edition of the yo adrian podcast follow the podcast at yo adrian pod on instagram and please rate and subscribe on apple podcast
1: get some factual and fiction a little crazy little sexy little cool little
0: I Like That by Janelle Monae, and as you guys can tell, I'm still on a little bit of that Jordan Peele soundtrack kick, that uh, is from the Us soundtrack, um, by Janelle Monae, again it's called I Like That, it's kind of an older Janelle Monae song, but heard it on the movie when I was watching Us the other week, and been having it on repeat, normally not a Janelle Monae fan, but that song was catchy in the movie and been listening to it since. But not what we're talking about this week. What I really want to get into is I'm coming in hot and I'm coming at somebody's neck. And I think you guys know who I'm talking about. I'm tired of this person trying to make it always about themselves. I'm tired of them putting on a show for for social media for the public for um the casual sports fan. For, um, you know, all you Spotify generation music listeners, this show is being put on for you by this person intentionally, and I'm here to call it out. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about Drake, Aubrey Graham, Wheelchair Jimmy. Now, if you know me and know, uh, my Kanye fandom, part of my Drake hate does come from the drake kanye beef but if you really know me you know that i've been hating on drake low-key for a while even though i've been fucking with his music for a while too i also hate to like drake i secretly am the biggest drake fan in the world but i suppress those feelings and emotions because i ride and die with kanye so much so Drake's the artist for me that makes the catchy-ass song that's too good to ignore, and I have to listen to it. I have to download it. I have to sing along with it. It's just catchy. The man makes catchy, popular music, and you can't help it sometimes, okay? But when I have the choice, I don't search through my playlist and play Drake songs, at least currently, due to my hate towards him now am I just hating or do I have some valid points on my man here now what I'm talking about and what he's been setting me off on recently is all his little antics in the NBA finals now I get it uh he's associated with the Toronto Raptors he's from Toronto and I forget if he's part owner or not but it really doesn't matter but he's got the front he's got the court side seats he's been at all these games he's um, standing during 90% of the damn game, making it about himself. And okay. You may say, ah, you're just being a hater. He's just there rooting on his team. You know, nothing wrong with, with cheering on your team. I agree. There is nothing wrong with cheering on your team, but I have a big problem with the way Drake is cheering on his team. He's not just cheering on his team to say, rah, rah, go team go. He's doing it in a way that draws attention to himself um, to, to self-promote himself and take, he's taking attention away from the sport and from the team because this is making about him, right? And Drake's association with the Toronto Raptors, but he needs to sit down. Um, I get it. I'm seeing through it. I'm sure to everybody else, it's like, Oh my God, can you believe Drake? He's, He's wilding on the sidelines, and, and he's snapping at Draymond and this and that. No, man, cut that out. It's an act. Let's be real. If Who do you think would win in a, in a fight between Draymond and Drake? Draymond Green versus Aubrey Drake Graham in a street fight. Who you got? Anybody? Anybody for Drake? Anybody raising their hand for Drake? Have you seen Draymond Green? And, and I'm of the opinion that most basketball players are soft, but let's look at Drake for a second. I don't I'll take the softest basketball player in the world beating Drake in a uh street fight. But Draymond Green? He's picking fights with Draymond Green. That's how I know this is a setup. That's how I know that everybody's in on this. Because in real life, Drake ain't picking a fight with Draymond Green. And in all these interactions, if you can tell, Aubrey keeps his distance. He keeps his distance. There's always a good 25 yards between him and whoever he's talking trash to in the tunnel or wherever he is in the arena. But I feel like to an extent, the NBA might be in on this. I think it's good for the NBA. Obviously, I'm talking about it. Other people are talking about it. He's on Sports Center. He's on ESPN. He's on the... The social media, uh, going viral on social media. He's going, uh, he's on all the blogs um, and all that. Everybody's picking up this Drake versus the Warriors story. It's not even the Raptors versus the Warriors. It's Drake versus the Warriors. That's what I see. I couldn't name two players on the Toronto Raptors. I can name one, Kawhi Leonard. I couldn't name anybody else on the team. I just know that Drake and Kawhi Leonard represent the Toronto Raptors. And they're up 3-1, and they play tomorrow. And God, I'm just dreading what's going to happen if Toronto wins the championship and Drake is there. (sighs) I really hope that don't happen, man. But at this point, it seems inevitable. And I think that's the direction we're heading. And it's only going to make Drake turn it up to 14 he's at a 12 right now he's at a 12 out of 10 he's gonna turn it up to 14 um but the nba's got to be in on it i feel like this is just good promo for the nba for drake it's just good getting more eyes on the product i think and drake's the perfect guy to do that drake's the perfect guy to pick to say hey uh make sure you sit courtside We'll reserve these seats for you and just do whatever you want. Just go for it. Just, you know, be yourself, I'm sure is what they said. Um, and I don't even like the NBA, and I'm talking about this, man. I, 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 I don't like basketball in general. I just don't like watching the sport for a while now. But if you're one of those people that's like, oh, I hate the NBA. I only watch college basketball. Uh, you're racist. Okay? Just admit it. You're racist. If you say you don't like the NBA, but you only watch college basketball, you're a Republican. Okay? Easiest way to call yourself out. Uh, Because people who say that just don't like the fact that these players are getting paid millions of dollars to play this sport. Um, you know they use they'll use the excuse, um, oh no, the college basketball is real basketball. They play defense. They're just you know dribbling around and taking jump shots in the NBA. Okay, um, that's cool and all, man, but I'm pretty sure we watch sports for the athleticism of these athletes, regardless of the competition, and to see. Extraordinary people do extraordinary things. Um, so if I am going to watch basketball, I'm going to watch the NBA. And I'm not going to watch college basketball, personally. Like I said, I'm not a fan of either. But I hear that a lot. I hate the NBA, and I only watch college basketball. That either means you're racist or you a hater. Which one is it? I'll tell you what. One sport I do watch... Uh, especially when there's big-time matchups, is boxing. I should have mentioned this last week when it was fresh off the news, but I didn't even realize how big of a deal this was until after the fact. And I'm talking about uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. being the first ever Mexican heavyweight world champion in boxing. So this guy kind of went viral a little bit too for his physique. Even if you don't watch boxing, I'm sure you've seen this guy. He's a little on the hefty side. Um, He looks like the little boy from Up. But adult version and Mexican. You know, he's just got a chubby face. He's definitely a little overweight. I mean, he is a heavyweight, but... He's not a heavyweight in the type of a Muhammad Ali or Mike Tyson. He's more of a little softer around the edges. Uh, He's a big boy, man. And, you know, he beat Anthony Joshua last Saturday, who is this huge 6'7", 230, 240 chiseled chiseled out a stone athlete look up anthony joshua real quick just so if you haven't seen him or don't know who he is so you can see his physique this guy has the body of a god and when you look at him and then you look at andy ruiz jr even i i, I tuned into the fight and i and i only tuned in because um anthony joshua is one of The heavyweight champions currently that... um, There's three top heavyweights for you guys that don't know boxing. Um, Currently, there's three top heavyweights that everybody wants to see face each other. Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, and at the time, Anthony Joshua. Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder uh, have the belts of the multiple organizations in boxing. But um, Anthony Joshua is from the UK. And for whatever reason, has only been fighting talent overseas and has had yet to make his USA debut. So this fight against Andy Ruiz Jr. was his U.S. debut coming over from from the U.K. Um, And he was supposed to fight somebody else, an American uh, black guy. But the guy tested for steroids shortly before the fight. And I believe Andy Ruiz Jr. took this fight on six weeks notice. And they pan-selected Andy Ruiz because they thought, okay, here's this chubby Mexican guy. Um, just throw him in there. He won't pose much of a challenge. And, you know, we'll just make our U.S. debut in Madison Square Garden. And, you know, get the easy one. And then look for the big money fight with Deontay Wilder. Well, that sounded like a good plan. But the little boy from Up with the hands of Thanos had other plans, man, um, I've been watching Mexican fighters my whole, my whole life, and this guy, I've, obviously, I've never seen a Mexican heavyweight champion before, he's the first ever, and it was just so, I've never had anybody to root for in the heavyweight division, you know, most Mexican uh, championship fighters are always of the smaller weight classes, you know, you know, we don't, We don't make big, uh, big athletes down in in Mexico or even, um, uh, Hispanic families that have immigrated to the U S we, we don't, yeah, we make big boys, but they ain't playing sports. You know, if, if we make big kids, they inside playing video games, they ain't outside being active. So Andy Ruiz is a freaking anomaly, man. He's like a unicorn in the Hispanic community. Um, He knocked that dude out, man. I'm sure if you guys look up the video, there's this real funny uh, edited video by this guy named Ray Rod on Instagram. Where he knocks him out and knocks the soul out of him. And his soul gets on a flight back to the UK. Um, I'll post that on the Instagram. uh, So you guys can check that out. But yeah, man. Andy Ruiz Jr. Such an inspiration. First ever Mexican heavyweight champion. They picked this guy. Because they thought he was going to be an easy toss up. And he ends up destroying this monster uh, who had never been uh, beaten before. He was undefeated. Um, And that's what America loves, man. I think America loves to get behind the ordinary guy doing extraordinary shit. And that's why Andy Ruiz is so great. Not only for boxing right now, but for America. Um, I think he's a great representation of uh of what we're all about you know an immigrant coming here and achieving the american dream and he's just a, he, he's just a normal guy he looks like a normal fat american guy you know he's born in la too by the way he's mexican-american um and he just looks like a normal fat dude who destroyed this uh apollo creed looking fighter and that's what boxing needs, man. I'm, it's a really exciting time for boxing. I know I'm probably talking your guys' ears off for you guys that don't give a shit about boxing. But start to pay attention a little bit, man. Boxing's good when, when heavyweights are good. And boxing's even better when you got a good Mexican fighter and you got a good black guy. And that's what we got right now. We got Deontay Wilder and we got Andy Ruiz Jr., The greatest boxing matches of all time involved a Hispanic guy and a black guy. De La Hoya Floyd, Canelo Floyd. Anytime a black guy and a Mexican guy get together, people tune in. Um, Last thing I want to talk about today, man, is I got to stop going to concerts where I'm older than the damn artists on stage. I finally, I think this is the second or third time's the charm that I'm learning this lesson the hard way, and I think it's time I stop spending my money on concert tickets for an artist younger than me. It's just too weird, man I'm, i it's the crowds are too young is what it is. It's not that I feel some kind of way about watching somebody younger than me up there perform their art. It's not that at all I still I'm there for the music and I appreciate the artist but it's the crowds that get me. So this past weekend, I went to a Juice World concert, who Juice World? if you don't know him, he had that one, probably, if I'm being honest, probably one hit wonder song, Lucid Dreams. He's from Chicago, so uh, he was out here in my area, and anytime a Chicago artist, even if I just mess with you a little bit and like one or two of your songs um if i can make it i'm gonna go out and support i, I love you know just having a piece of back home around me and being able to be in that same space as them so I'll, I'll I'll buy a concert ticket and and go out and support even if out of the 20 songs you perform i only like three uh not doing that anymore not gonna do that anymore i'm learned my lesson i'm too old these crowds are too young these kids are in mosh pits for no damn reason. And I'm just that get-off-my-long guy at the concert now. One positive, though. No lines for beer. There were no lines for beer there. You could walk up and get a drink with no weight at any time. Pretty sure 85% of the crowd was uh, below 21. And... What's the deal with moshing though, man? I mean, so it was a rap concert and not that you can't mosh at a rap concert, but you shouldn't. Let's be real. But rap music in recent years has has gotten more angry and aggressive. And I I can see where some of the songs are appropriate for moshing. But these kids are moshing at the dumbest songs for the most random artists, um, I've seen it on just on online too. Not not just in the concerts I've been to personally, but people will be moshing at the weirdest type of concert, and it's like, dude, just chill. I think who I think what started that trend uh, was Odd Future, Tyler the Creator, and then when they first uh, came out and were doing more of their edgy stuff. They kind of introduced or reintroduced, I don't know, mosh pits and moshing at rap concerts. But I think when the rap music has an element of anger or rock drums or, you know, sounds in it, I think it's okay. But otherwise, man, if the, some guys just up there on stage with some 808s and a snare um, and, you know, Metro Boomin wants some malt. You know, like we we don't need a mosh to that, you know. Just bob bob your head, lean back, do the rock away, whatever. Let us let's, let's stop moshing, man. And and I know I sound like the angry old guy, but shit, man, we gotta stop this. Also, about this is the third rap concert in a row now I've been to where the whole crowd is white people. Do okay, so do I understand that rap? music now is pop music and so it's the most popular music in the country and probably the world whether you'd like to admit that or not you have to admit look at the itunes charts right now go to all genres and tell me how many of those are hip-hop rap or r&b songs so to me hip-hop and r&b are are pop music these days um so i get that obviously there's going to be a lot of white people at these concerts but do I just listen to white rap music or are minorities just not showing up to artist concert to support? I don't know. Also, there's definitely a correlation between how much you actually like the artist and how much of the concert you're adding to your Instagram story. For sure. If you're standing there and Snapchatting a whole concert Do you really like that artist or are you just there to show your friends you were there? Now, I'm not saying don't take your phone out at all and take a picture of your favorite artist and document this moment. But I'm seeing people stand there with the phone up the whole time. And then you're just watching the concert through your phone. And then what, you're going to watch it back later. Let me tell you this, when I do take pictures or video at a concert. I never end up watching it again. Never. What are you doing with, with those photos? Just watch the show. Anyways, man, sorry for being the old guy today. Um, But I think that is all I have. Thank you as always for listening. Don't forget to follow the podcast at Yo Adrian Pod on Instagram and leave us five stars and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I'll talk to y'all next week. We're gonna sign off today to No Issue by Juice World and Future. And remember, time is the only luxury.
1: my life on i did only I brought Rolexes like they out of a bar Continuing deliverin' the substance I'ma be there for my bros when I come Don't you try to judge like you ain't got no flaws Girl, you Don't you try to judge Don't you try to judge Then it gon' die, die, die Ain't no issue She gon' crack cry. Uh, she wanna kick it, she know judo How can I save her, I'm not a hero Bang your kill, I'm coming to zero So she my girl, Keep a pistol, let her hit you, I'm official Fuck that bitch, I wanna kiss her, I don't miss her uh, Make her cry, 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 she need tissue I get high, 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 and have no issues VVS on me no equal You say you fly, we been fool uh-huh. Tell that bitch it ain't no way around it. Like future. Come to find out yesterday she was fuckin' on future. Uh, stripper bitch is callin' on my phone. Hey, wanna know when I'll show up to the club. Cause I throw hundreds and that bitch ain't throwing dogs. Spin a check, oh, money love. Design the clothes, design the hoes, design the drugs. 50k for the breaking need you because. I'm in Chicago where they trip, 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 trip Pulling let me gain with me, yeah they real, 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 real FBG up in here, future, real, 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 real Park and pop, love the pills, mix it with colada pills yeah. Take that when I'm workin' to a club Hundred wrecks in my practice, ain't no dust Lotta crib, niggas spillin' a of blood Got a million dollar ice, whichever cuz It's out of hoes, out of clothes, it's out of drugs all hundreds in my back ain't find a duck some games so that nigga here dust. duck Untamed in the feel, 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 feel No limit gang, with it real, 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 real Rest in peace, you either kill or be killed But it's fly, 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 fly Homicide, side, side Let's get high, huh? Right. Make her cry, 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 she need tissue I get hot, 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 and have no issues. If he had something, no include. You say you fly, we been